This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole, with my wife, Terry Poole. We're here, as always, we're out to encourage you and bring you the truth as God leads us to do through His Holy Spirit. The subject is, can I be saved before I die physically? There's some of the questions we come in contact with when we're outside moving around and fulfilling the commission of God. Father, we thank you right now, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, what you have done. Your word, Lord, we ask you to help us in your word, because you know you're the author and finisher of our faith. The Holy Spirit is the writer. Oh God, he's a leader. He's the leader of the church now. Oh Lord, your spirit is here and leading and guiding us to all that's true. And we thank God for you, Holy Spirit, comforting us and shielding us and protecting us in all righteousness and all truth. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. There are some things that uh, Jesus had told us to do in the Great Commission. And what we're going to do now is read out some scriptures. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15 in the first to the fourth verse. Uh, Sister Terry will read that out for us. And we're going to go forward on the gospel of Christ, the gospel of Christ. Thank you, Bishop. King James Version, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And verse 4, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Now, what you have heard actually is the gospel message. That is the gospel message. You may say that, well, why God want to punish me? I have done nothing wrong. I have nothing wrong. I haven't fought anybody, anyone, lied on anyone, etc., etc. But that's not the point for the church. The church job is to tell you why uh, Jesus was born and what had happened, and it causes you, amen, to not to go to eternal life or eternal damnation. And that's the church job. Paul said, um, sorry, Matthew, we're going to read Matthews now, the 28th chapter, the 16th through the 20th verse. King James, Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. 
Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And verse 20, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you all way, even unto the end of the world. Notice Jesus said, go. He didn't say sit around and wait and let the people come to you. Many times that uh, if you're a fisherman, if you notice fishermen, amen, they go out and get the fish. They get the tackle, they get all the necessary uh, equipment, and they go for the fish. They go out and they bring the fish back in. Jesus did not command us to sit around. He did not tell them, wait, the people are going to come to the church. He didn't say that. He said, go out. Go. He commanded you. He gave you the, he has the authority to command we might have a message Bible on that. Amen. Jesus commanded us to go out. Amen. Not for the sit around. Amen. Those of you that feel, I know we was in a restaurant and we was there uh, sharing and, and actually doing the, the dinner time. And we were sitting there and a lady came in with some of her friends. She was waiting on some of her friends. That was her birthday. And she said, when her friends came in and she ordered, amen, an unnamed drink that we won't name. And she's sitting there uh, having a nice big steak and dinner and everything. And it was her birthday. And she was telling one of her friends that, you know, uh, I've been born. I'm entitled for this drink. And also, all I do is go to work, go to church, come back home, get up, go to work, go to church. I'm back home, I go to work, and it was sound boring. She was just almost wondering, was wondering why did she feel she using that terminology to describe her life when she go to church should be exciting. She should be telling her friends. Her friends came in, brought presents. Oh, you did a oh, this is your birthday, this is your age. Amen. You're entitled uh for this and for that. Amen. So it for the saints to go out. Not to sit around. It can get boring. Your life can be boring. Are your life boring? That might be a good question that we should ask you today. Are you just plain boring? Do you feel the church ain't meeting your needs? Meeting your needs. All right, we're going to go to, uh, let's go to the Message Bible in uh, Matthews 28. And uh, Sister Terry, for please. Okay, the Message Bible. Matthew chapter 28. Verses 16 through 20. Meanwhile, the 11 disciples were on their way to Galilee, headed for the mountain Jesus had set for their reunion. The moment they saw him, they worshipped him. Some, though held back, not sure about worship, about risking themselves totally. Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead 
and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I'll be with you as you do this day after day after day, right up to the end of the age. Now, when Jesus met Nathaniel and he told Nathaniel about his personal life, Nathaniel went and got his brethren. And Peter went and got his brethren. Amen. And that's the commission. That's what we should do now. The time of Jesus, the gospel, they didn't have a radio. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have computers. Amen. And the television. It was a word of mouth. Word of mouth. One person cannot carry the gospel all over the world. It's got to be a personal contact to, to show people, amen, that you're living for Christ. You're walking upright and you're living for Christ and that you are not uh, breaking God's commandments and breaking God's commission. Amen. That's, that is what, if you do break God's commission and you break God's commandments, that's what you call sin. We call sin. Now you might ask the question now, well, uh, how, how God loved me when I did so much wrong. I didn't know I was breaking God's commandments. I didn't know, but this is what the church is commanded. The church have the authority in Jesus Christ to go out and train people, bring them back in, and they become disciples where they can go out. Amen. You might be in that board. You might be in that transition, and your, your life is being hungry. You're hungry for it. You're hungry for something you don't know. And we're praying that this uh, message today will stir you up, that you will go study the word of God. Now notice what Paul was saying in, in the book of Romans, the first chapter. Amen. He's saying the first chapter in the 16th verse. I know some feel that today the church needs to change. The church needs to uh, do an overhaul. But notice what Paul was saying, Romans 16. Romans 1 and 16, Paul, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but his power of God. Those that love God, you know, don't stop loving God. Don't stop loving God because God sent his son Jesus. This is God's message to the world, that God still loved his world, but he doesn't like the ways. And this is where uh, Paul said, I'm not ashamed to tell people they have to correct their ways because it'll give them power to live right. It gives them power over their sin, over their weakness, and, and over their problems. Amen. Many are just waiting around for the shoe to drop today, this month. Amen. Well, I, I know when I was coming up, amen, things go so good. I mean, I said, oh, I wonder what's going to happen after a while. Things going so good for me. I don't know what. I know something got to happen. Amen. You don't have to wait for the shoe to drop now. Amen. Once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
Amen. That's what he does. He, he saved from here and to help in the heaven. Notice what uh, let's read uh, Paul was saying in Romans 3.26 as well. He said, all have sinned. Uh, Paul, Paul saying in Romans uh, 3 in, in the 23rd verse, amen. And Paul was saying here that, let me call this the Romans road, 326, 323. Amen. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have. He might ask the question, I didn't know, I didn't have no, no part in it. I don't know about what, what they're talking about. I haven't stolen anything. I haven't uh, created no riots, no positions. All I do is like the lady say, I just go to, go to school, go to work, go back home. I don't need no church because the churches that take people money, they keep you up late. They want to take all your time. I, don't, all I, I love God, but I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. So, what, 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 I don't know. What do you think about it, Sister Terry? Do you have any, any comments about people like this? Well, it's still the commandments that you're not. The command that Jesus gave was put no other God before me and love thy neighbor as thyself. So, if you start right there and you know some people say, I believe in God, but they don't believe God. Or why you always, everything, always talking about Jesus. They go hand in hand. Once you study and read the Bible for yourself, then you are intrigued. Your heart is pricked. You seek out more instruction. The word says the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. And what is the truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Get in the Bible. Get the word inside of you. Deep down in your heart. Eat it. Digest it. Meditate on it. Keep it inside you. Go over it in your mind day after day. Because if you don't go over the word in your mind every day and thank Jesus every day, we just read it because he died for your sins. So you wouldn't have to do it. Because if you think about the terrible suffering death that Jesus went through so you wouldn't have to do it it was God the love that God had for you before he formed you in your mother's womb that sent Jesus to die for you and keeps you today amen and always back to the question can I can I be saved before I die physically. And God was talking to, well, actually, God is Jesus in the flesh. He was talking to us, uh, 
in the book of St. John to a man called Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and he asked him, Rabbi, what must I do to be have eternal life? And, and this is what the issue is. Amen. What the church is really about, should be about, amen, by uh, eternal life. Eternal life. And eternal life is letting you know you can be born again today, tomorrow, amen, right now. You can be sure of that you can go to heaven amen. right now. You don't have to wait, amen. Too many of you have heard too many testimonies. People say when they died, they saw a light and they was rising up, amen. I had some personal family members said that. And we had some people, amen, they, they, they had passed uh, shortly away in the hospital and they was talking about such a dark, desperate place and they don't want to go back there. Oh, and they thank God that they had a second chance. Amen. So death and life, amen, is in God's hand. You can choose. There's power in choosing. But in order to choose, you have to have proper information. People that's going to church, they're just going because of family members or what they said, a cousin, and have no relationship with God, haven't even heard why they are there, and this is what this year should be all about for you. You have to hear the gospel message. You have to hear the good news that you can be born again. You can know that you are living uh, to live again in Christ. And you have eternal life. And that, and that is a great reward. That is a tremendous amount of reward you can't awesome. ever replace. And it's free. But because you have the power to choose Amen. God knows you have the power to choose. Like you have the power to choose to turn off the radio right now and turn to another station. And you can walk walk and walk around the same way you have the power to choose about God because of the information you've been given. You have been given fragments of wrong information. Jesus said in these last days, be many, 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 many false teachers. Much deception, deception which causes you to, to make the wrong turn on the road. Amen. Make, give you the wrong direction. Give you the half of the information. And you choosing. Amen. So Jesus wants you to know. God wants you to know. Actually, this is God's gospel. God wants you to know he brought Jesus from the dead. God wants you to know he loves you so much that he doesn't want you to die. Amen. And go to hell. You can be assured right now. If you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he start making things better for you. Better in this wicked world for you. All you have to do is say, Lord, come into my life and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And, and go somewhere in a Bible-believing church that believe in water baptism. Water baptism, Acts 2.38, for the remission, for removal. Amen. Don't let them stop short. Them. I'm going to baptize you next year. When you have confessed it, you accept it, amen. No, you want to be assured in your heart and your mind and your conscience, amen, that because you have an enemy, you have an enemy that knows all the teaching and things Jesus did, amen, letting you know, amen, that you have an opportunity to live like you know you say, live like and talk like you know God forgiven you,
Amen. So what we're asking this year, there's some things we know you had no control over. You don't have control over the weather. You didn't have control of your birth. You didn't have control of your language. Neither death, neither sickness. People don't have control over that, but God does. God can make things happen for you because you are his child and he cares for you. He wants to prove himself. He wants to prove himself and he will give himself, amen, in times like these. So the church has to take up the commission and you are the church. You are, you are not the building in Old Testament tents, amen. Now, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that grows on the inside. You know when God begin, is in your life, you've been born again because that, that spirit in you, he is in you, 1 John 4 and 4. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And you begin to have that hunger more for reading the Bible. You may have that hunger to pray. Amen. Do you have that hunger now to be around more people with a positive attitude to talk about the church in a positive way? Amen. You have more of a hunger now to have compassion on this generation. This is a generation now haven't heard about Jesus Christ. All they've been hearing, amen, is bad news, bad confusion about the, the righteousness of God. Because the, the Antichrist, amen, and the, there are many anti-people, they, they don't believe that God is going to send them to hell. No, you're going to send yourself. Once you hear the gospel, once you hear the word of God, amen, knowing that God loves you and all he wants you to do is you give your life, to give your life, amen. And you start, amen, accepting him and you see begin to grow inside. The gospel starts from the inside out. Inside. That's why he said you must be born. Amen. Mothers know when a child has been born, they carry the child. Amen. For nine months. Amen. The gospel begin to grow in you. The more you feed the gospel in you, you begin to grow. God begin to grow. Amen. No, no word, no growth. The more the word you get in you, the more God you get in you. The more Bible reading you get in you, the more God you get in you. And after a while, that word began to grow. The gospel of uh, John the Baptist said, I must decrease in order for him to increase. So you, once you've been isolating yourself, he doesn't take no joy from you. He doesn't take no, he, you get peace. If you, have, you, if you need peace, amen, seek God. Yes. Read his word. Seek God. He'll give you peace. He'll give you peace. He'll give you peace like a river mm -hmm. that flows. All the scriptures, the Psalms relate to the water. By the still water, he leads you. Let him lead you. Close your mind and imagine your, close your eyes and look in deep in your mind and imagine yourself by a peaceful body of water, ebbing and flowing, so nice. It makes you feel absolutely wonderful. But when you rather focus on, you know, the, the, the things of the world, your bills, gossip, that makes you all fussed up and jittery inside. 
make you want to use bad words. So you have to focus on the word. You have to focus on Jesus. The same way Peter had to focus on Jesus when he stepped out of the boat and walked on the water. You can do that in your mind. When you cast your cares on Jesus and you focus on him because he cares for you. He's saying, come my child. My friend, my brother, my sister, I care about you and you can lay it all on me so you can feel better. He says he'll give you rest for your soul. This is the time to grow in Jesus, live in Jesus name and change your life, change your family. Every, it's not hard. The commission is learn. Once you learn about Jesus, go tell somebody else. Everybody needs to know that Jesus is the answer to all we go through. Once you learn it, once you observe it happening in your life day by day, it's so smooth, <laughs> like butter. <laughs> Peace like a river. Go tell somebody. I was changed when I said, Jesus, you are my shepherd. You are Lord over my life. Amen. 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 And I don't know if you know how to cook put butter on the stove, but you just get a glass of water. Amen. That's smooth enough. Amen. God love you so much. And we love you. Amen. We're stressing so much about if you go and do what God says do. Amen. And, and you don't know what else. Just read the Bible. Thumb through it. Left, right. Amen. Do like you do when you go to a cafeteria. You go down. You pick up. You think you have a taste for this. You have a taste for that. Amen. Get a little bit of everything. Just thumb through the Bible until you fill a chapter or a book. Amen. That's that catches your eye. It catches your eye, catches your conscience, catches your mind. And you begin to feel, amen, you begin to feel what God wants for you. Amen. We're we getting ready to close, but we're praying that this year, amen, this is a new beginning, amen, of your life. This new beginning, those that stumbled and fell a last year because of customs, and you didn't know, amen, they was going to have some spike eggnog. You didn't know. They was to have some cookies with all that type of alcohol in it. You didn't know. But you can get up and brush yourself off. Amen. There's some more holidays coming up in the run of the year. But the more you study the Bible, amen, to get the truth for yourself. But first, you have to accept, believe, amen, that God give you, give you a sale. You might say, oh, I can't believe you can go down there and buy everything for a dollar. You can't believe and go into, go into a store and everything's a dollar. I can't believe that. Well, I couldn't believe it either until I went into that store. Everything was a dollar. Amen. You can't believe. I can't believe. Well, you got to try it. You got to try it. God is real. He's knowing your heart, not your mind, trying with your heart. Let him in your heart. He that believeth in his heart 
Amen. Uh, we're closing with Ecclesiastes, the 12th chapter. Ecclesiastes, 12th chapter. And it says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is, this is man's all. This King James in one is saying this is the duty of man. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret things, whether good or evil. Amen. But the conclusion, and we know in this same chapter, Ecclesiastes 12 and 12, amen. And furthermore, my son, be admonished by these, of making many books, there's no end, and much study is weariness of the flesh. Amen. If you think you can't go to sleep, get a Bible and start reading it, or listening to some Bible chapters. And the natural man can't take it, but the spiritual man be so happy for it. We're going to close in prayer. Amen. We're going to close in prayer. Amen. Continue to Amen. We continue to worship with us. Amen. Sister Terry, close, please. Grace and Heavenly Father God, we thank you for just being God. We thank yes, you for Lord. this thank time you. and this thank opportunity to live in your invisible oh, kingdom. Amen. We thank you for your steadfast love toward us even yes. now, God. Yes. The word says no greater love than a man lay down his life for his friend. We thank you, Jesus, thank you, that we are your friend. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for your love toward us. We thank you for your blood that was shed for us. We thank you for all you have ever done for us. We thank you for the peace that yes. surpasses all understanding. Continue to bless us all in a mighty way. Holy Spirit, continue to lead us, guide us, and protect us in the way that we should go. Order our steps, be a light unto our path, and continue to hold us in your arms of protection. We love you because you first loved us, and we will continue to repent daily and change and grow in Jesus so we can live in Jesus' name. We thank you. Thank you. We bless you. We praise thank you. We glorify you. Thank and you. we magnify your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer requests or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you, and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. <laughs>